Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. Welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours, conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. We've got Sean Madigan with us today, Global Apparel Director for Adidas Golf. And uh, if you missed the regular show, you need to go stream it or find it online or do the podcast version because it, it's really good. Sean gave us a lot of good information there. So, um, Sean, when not everything works out the best all the time, do you ever have products that you're kind of disappointed in? Maybe you thought they were really good. I mean, it, it happens to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as we try to push and innovate, there are moments where we might, attempt to come up with a unique collar construction. We might attempt to use a new material based upon innovation and technology of the material. And through the creation process, you know, we have proto reviews. And as those protos come in, we realize that we're not able to, to bring that product to life. We're not able to achieve the design that we envisioned. And it gets disappointing, but I would tell you one thing with us is we don't walk away from it. If we wanna continue to push, we're going to fight and we're going to figure out how to engineer and create yeah. a garment to, uh, to accomplish exactly what, I, what we want. So there are definitely moments through the creation process and it's part of taking risk. It's part of being innovative. Right. Um, you're not always going to succeed. You're going to have to continue to push until you find exactly what, uh, what it takes to, to bring that product to life. I know I saw that back when I was associated with the retail business that through my folks that, somebody would bring in a sales guy would bring in a sample from whatever company and it really yeah. didn't hit the mark, so to speak, for whatever reason. And then a lot of times yeah. a year or two later or whatever it was, it would be back in their sample line and it would go great guns. So yeah. um, sometimes it's just a, a little tweak here and there. It, that's the other thing too, as we're attempting to establish and set trends, there's been moments in time where we've just been a little bit ahead of the curve. You know, if we, we came to market with an item one season, maybe the following season is when that trend became relevant, you know? So it's a, uh, it's a fine line that we walk, but it's, it can be a lot of fun along the way as well. Okay. So now let's talk about your golf game. So Joel didn't say that it was off limits. So, you know, let's talk about okay. your golf game. Yeah. You said you, yeah. came, you came from uh, New York originally. Did you always, yeah. did Western you play when you were younger or was that something that you assimilated into through your I career? Did I did not play. You know, I did not come from a, a family that um, 
grew up around golf or we weren't a country club family, if you will. And sure. I mean, I can remember my first experience with, with the game of golf and uh, some buddies of mine, you know, one summer afternoon going out to the local muni that's still there that I still love to play with my father when I go back. But, uh, it, you know, we just got out there and swung as hard as we could, but I did not grow up around the game. I was an ice hockey and lacrosse player, um, two sports that I, I absolutely love to this day. I found the game of golf after my days at Niagara University. Uh, you know, I played lacrosse there briefly, and after school came to an end, my former college teammate and I were sitting in Boston, and we were trying to figure out ways to occupy our time on the weekend. And he said, let's go play golf. And I think one Saturday afternoon I went, and by Sunday I wanted to go again. And the next <laughs> week I had gone and bought myself a full set of clubs in the bag and everything, and I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked and I've never looked back. You know, it's funny you say that because when I was in college in California, I got my first credit card and, <laughs> and you know where this story's going. So yep. I, yep. I, I had a buddy of mine and we went over to big five sporting goods and cause I had some really crappy clubs. I mean, you could have, yeah. you could have tilled your garden with some of these, you know, but I uh, went over there and laid down that plastic and walked out of there with a set of uh, golden bears and a bag and you know, just like you, the whole thing, you know, and, uh, right. and when <clears throat> the, the credit card bills came home, even though I paid them that, cause it was at my home address here in Oregon. And so yeah. my mom was kind of the family bookkeeper. <laughs> she opened up that invoice and she, she called me and she goes, what is this big five sporting goods bill for $475? You know? Yeah. And I yeah. said, I said, yeah. oh, well, uh, it's just some, that's not as bad as the time I went to Mexico with a friend and we spent 10 days there and we got the American express bill and it was like 22,433,165, except it was in pesos and she didn't bother to read the pesos part. And she, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty mom a little stressed there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she skipped a heartbeat or two on that one. Absolutely. So, so as part of your job, do you actually get to go to some of the tour events? Do you get to go play some of the, the, you know, the charity pro-ams and things like that? That's good. If you do, that's a fun part of your job. Yes. No, the job definitely has, has perks to it. And, you know, I've been, like I mentioned earlier, I've been part of this industry for 18 years and uh, there's a reason why I've, I've stuck around and a lot of it has to do with my love of the game and my love of the brand. But um, we do get moments where we we're out on tour, but when we go out to, to tour, it's more to service our athletes and sure. to ensure that they're out there and um, all the products performing properly. We, we do have moments where we get to play some of the best courses in the world. Um, uh, you know, just our partnership yeah. with the, the retailers and the, the golf pros. We might do an event there that, we're invited to, or it might be an event that we host as well. But looking back on my 18 years, I'm definitely very grateful and fortunate for some of the courses that I've been able to experience. So Sean, here's a question I should ask you during the regular show, but I'm going to ask it to you now because my, yeah. I had a brain lapse somewhere. Imagine that. Um, <clears throat> what is it like if you're a tour player and yeah. you guys have Adidas, did I say it right that time? You did. Good um, job there. Okay. And, and you know, you're, you're one of my sponsors. You're one of my supporters. I know we all hear stories about this, but I'd really like to know is when they show up at the, at the event, 
um, colonial or whatever, and they mm-hmm. and they go to their assigned locker. Um, do you guys still do the thing like, okay, you're going to wear this on Thursday, this on Friday. If you make the cut, you're going to wear this on Saturday and this on Sunday like that. Um, cause we've all heard stories, but I really don't know what the process is. It's, it's a great question. And it's one that I get asked often because it is, it's interesting for most. And it's, uh, it's just curious, you know, a curiosity people, people have as to like what goes on behind those things. What we do with our athletes is collaborative. It really is something that we, we work closely with them on, primarily for the majors. There are other moments in time that we want to celebrate, and we ask them, hey, Thursday of this event or Sunday of this event, can you bring this to life? You know, and we want to make sure that they're comfortable in it, but we also do push. We want to make sure that our stories are getting told. Sure. This is uh, just this instance this past week with Terrell Hatton. We were with him on Monday going into the tournament. And we got chatting with him about the hoodie and he said he loved it and he said he wanted to wear it. And we were all for that. So that was a little bit more of a last minute thing, but with the majors, it is well thought out and we refer to it as scripting. So we identify what we prefer for the athletes to be in Thursday through Sunday. Mm -hmm. We sit down with the athletes. We talk to them through our stories and what our areas of focus are and we get their sign off moments in time that, you know, athlete might, ask for something to be updated or changed. But overall, we, we have a pretty close relationship with the athlete where we know kind of the look and feel that they prefer. And we, we come to an agreement and then we uh, present that to our retail partners who, if they prefer to buy into it and bring it to life at retail for their consumers to purchase from, we have that. And uh, then we market it as well through our own marketing channel. What about so with scripting? I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, scripting is a, it's a fun process of the job. When we talk shoes, do they get shoes in advance to be able to kind of break them in, if you will? Or do they get Absolutely. new shoes at whenever they request them? Um, yes. And um, how many shoes do you guys give them every year? <laughs> so, you know, footwear is uh, it's an album of equipment. It, it truly is. Yeah. And testing of footwear is significant for the athletes. What we initially attempt to do is when we have a first proto, we attempt to get the sizes that are accurate for the athletes and we get out on tour with them and we give an opportunity to test it on the driving range, maybe even walk a few holes with them. Make any changes coming out of that. And then we get samples to them and they are, when they're not in front of that camera, when they're at their home course or whatever it may be, they are typically wearing that product for, you know, months in advance to get familiar and comfortable with it before we go live with it. Every sure. Well, oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. Absolutely. I mean, it wasn't like when we were kids and your mom bought your school shoes and you, the first time you put them on was the first day of school and they hurt your first feet day all day. Of school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're 10 years yeah, old and you're limping, kids. you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a tough deal. It's a tough deal. Um, so kind of a generic question here, Sean, and I think we can uh, kind of, you know, get a summary of everything with this. We've seen a lot of crazy things happen in the golf business. And I know my listeners sometimes get tired of this, but a lot of it depends on just a handful of people. One of them, uh, some guy in Florida that, you know, has won a lot of tournaments and stuff. And, um, 
but we've seen it. It, it it slowed down a little bit, especially when we had the, you know, the the recession back in you know oh seven oh eight oh nine that that era back there started to come back. Now we've had the COVID thing, um, which I think is actually from talking to people that run golf courses and stuff here on the show, and I know them personally. It's actually been a good thing for the number of rounds played yeah, this year. Absolutely has been. But give yeah. us your overview of where we're at in the golf industry and where do you see us kind of headed? I think the game's exciting more than I can recall. I think there's a lot of energy around the game. I think there's a lot of interest around the game, you know, through COVID times, it definitely appears as though more people are out wanting to uh, become familiar sure. with the game, whether they're trying to do that from a individual point of view or a family point of view, there's definitely activity around it. And there's, there's interest in playing. But in addition to that, I think the tours, I think the athletes we have today on both the PGA and LPGA and even the European tours are young and exciting. And, you know, yes, the Mr. Woods did, did pave the way and opened up a lot of doors for, for all of us in the industry. But I think there's a, the regime coming in after him, mm -hmm. the young stable of athletes, they're continuing to push and they're athletic and they're fun and exciting, whether it's just um, they're, how they approach the game, whether they're a long ball hitter or they're precision with a flat stick, whatever it may be. And for me personally, I see a lot of excitement around the style and the fashion of the game. I think it's growing and evolving hype products, you know, limited edition products, new silhouettes. There's just, there's so much to talk about around the game today that if you love the game, it's more reason to connect with it. And if it's new to you, there's more reason to connect with it. Absolutely. And I think the uh, slowly, but surely, I think the LPGA is also starting to get some of the recognition that it, yeah. it so rightfully deserves. Um, yeah. Those ladies, I've covered those tournaments now for, Oh, 10, 12 years, whatever. And they're yeah. tough. They're good. And they are tough. They're good. And they can hit the golf ball. They can hit the golf ball really well. Yeah. And they look a hell of a lot better in their outfits than John Daly does or me. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but I, I think that's true. And I think that, I think that the, my quick view is we're kind of like a little web of, tentacles out there we keep going out further and further and getting more of a diverse crowd in um you know from youngsters to uh, baby boomers which i guess i am and all that you've got a you've got a wide array of people now playing the game and i think that's great i really do absolutely sean absolutely. madigan global apparel director from adidas golf see i said it twice now correctly i think you did great all right <laughs> Uh, I'll invite you back anytime you want to come. And it's been a real pleasure and stick around. Don't hang up, but, uh, um, we're going to, we're going to call it a day, a day today. How's that? Sounds good. Thank you again. I really enjoyed this. No worries. My pleasure. Uh, folks, we'll be back next week with another after hours edition here on grilling at the green. And, uh, don't forget, we've got some TV stuff coming out. Um, well now it'll probably be spring before it hits the airwaves, but, uh, I want to be doing a little cooking for you guys. So until then, take care, have a good week, and go play some golf.